everybody. Welcome to another wonderful, magical, super excellent, fun episode of the Land of the Rising Fun Podcast. Woo, that was a lot of adjectives. Yeah. But I don't know. Our we ha- we just had a lot of laughs in our pre. We pre- did. Chat We're giggling. I still. I feel like dried tears on my yeah, face. Actually, <laughs> that was a giggle. And uh, and I don't know. Like it's we're recording on the twenty second. Got a really fun weekend planned. Yes, me too. It's all festive and fun. Festive and- happenings. Oh, I like Christmas here. Yeah. Japan Christmas too. is sort of sweet. Nobody's like religious nobody's christian here mm. so it's a sort of this fun colorful glowing happening and it doesn't have like the pressure like there was always an issue with my family of uh, someone's cooking someone's always cooking it was always my nana she was always cooking and she's always stressing about oh well i, I need we'd be like come in and let's open some presents and she'd sit down for five minutes like twitching and then she'd be like okay i need to go back to the kitchen it's like here we just ordered kfc yeah and that's nice, totally fine yeah it's stress-free my biggest worry for Christmas, actually, with my family is that we're not going to have enough stress. <laughs> that we're going <laughs> we're, we're to like run out of stuff to do. Too low-key, yeah. But I got us a... Um, every year I try to get us like a present for the family, which is like a game, a table game. So they don't listen to this. And by the time this is out, they'll probably have it anyway. So I can say, I got them Throw Throw Burrito. Have you ever played that? No, what's that? It's really fun. <clears throat> oh, I wanted to show you the box, but I've obviously wrapped it. Um... It's like a it's like a card game. You pass the cards around and you have to try and get like a set of three cards. Huh. Um, but then there's these two little squishy burritos in the middle of the table. And if you put th- uh, three burrito cards down, you have to try and grab a burrito and throw it at someone. And then like if it hits them, you get a point or something. I can't remember exactly the rules, but. So just yet another excuse to throw things at your child. I only need so many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much. Uh, you know, the doctors have started asking questions, so I needed something soft. Knock, knock. Child Protective Services. <laughs> it's a burrito. It's a soft, squishy burrito. Read the game rules. No, I'm that sounds fun, though. I love, um, like, table games. I never have much chance. I don't even have a table big enough. Oh, we do. You do. You have that nice kitchen table. Yeah, it's a very nice table. Although we were a little disappointed with it, because um, it looks like it's marble. But then we got it, and it's, like, rough. We expected like a glossy, smooth marble kind of finish, but it's like rough. So we had to put a big plastic mat on it, which I don't love. Mm. It's very expensive. Like one of the most expensive things I ever bought is this table. Huh. That's nice, though. It was a nice table. I like specifically remember that you had a nice table. Oh, wow. There we go. And the the chairs are very comfortable as well. I, there's something about like a dining table that I find very adult. I think when you're in your mm. kid phase, you just eat on the sofa or... Yeah. No? We always did. We never ate around the table. We would on a Sunday at my grandparents' house, but um, at home we always just ate on your lap watching TV. Oh, yeah. I guess that's we, something. Before we started recording, you were asking, you because you were saying my mum's quite young, and you were like, yeah. was she kind of a kid? I was like, no, not exactly, but in that case, she definitely was. Yeah, we were a very regimented, like, 6.30 at the dining table every day kind of family. Uh, was that a problem? Did you like it? Uh... Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I did. I don't know. You know, like, who wants to talk to your parents that much? Yeah, see, I try to do that now. My daughter's 10, so she still likes us. Yeah. We haven't quite quite got to the point where she's realized how awful we are. You've got, um, what, like a year and a half? Yeah, something like that. 
Um, but, but I like that we sit. I, I made it a point, actually. I was like, we never sat around the table, but I, I just want to have a time where we make eye contact with each other. You know? Is that going to be hard when she starts hating you? Yeah. Hello. Okay, I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's, there's there's benefits to that, you know. Maybe she won't have that phase. You're fun. Maybe she won't. Maybe she won't. She's yeah. she's already like a lot more. Um, I don't know. I think like compared to other kids at her school, she's a lot more kind of kiddie-ish. I love that kids can do that here. Like she's like super naive and sweet and like innocent, and that's kids, okay. Yeah. Whereas like I think about people around me when I was ten, like I was always kind of like that because I'm just a big child. But like even ten year olds, they're all like this. They're already trying to be grown up, you know. Yeah. And trying to be kind of cool, and you don't have that so much here. I was watching on TikTok the other day. This day, somebody was like interviewing tweens sure. on TikTok, and I, I couldn't believe how smart and mature and adult they were. Yeah. When I was eleven, I was like smashing Ninja Turtle figures together, <laughs> right? Like seeing, seeing what would fit up your nose. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't know what happened. I mean, yeah. I guess that's I, I'm. I guess that's not even really true. I was playing the cello every day, so I wasn't very kitty either. Oh. Mm. You were already playing the cello every day when you were like eleven. Oh yeah. When did you start? Real young, real real young. I, mean, I was playing every day when I was like eight, I think. Yeah, for those who don't know, Alex is like an exceptional cellist. Hello. Not that I've ever actually heard you play. I'm just taking just taking your word for it. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Next part. Next podcast is just nothing to do with TDR. It's just me playing the cello. Oh my god, I would love that. (gasps) We do that. We'll see. (laughs) I went. Um, speaking of the cello, I went to see the Nutcracker Ballet yesterday. You did. I did. It was amazing. I went to opening night of the Tokyo Ballet's Nutcracker, uh, which was fantastic in and of itself. It was a great performance. I've been probably like fifteen Nutcrackers, I think, in my in my day, uh, and it was one of the better ones. Was they did such a great job. And then the weird surprise is that the Emperor and Empress Emeritus of Japan were in the audience. Yeah, that's crazy. They're like you a said, row like, away from me. You. Yeah. Like, actually one row away from you. Well, I was in the first uh, balcony, which is quite low, and they were right below me. Wow. Like, right below and, like, one over. So they were... Were you, like, like drop it, dropping stuff on them? It was <laughs> it was sort of distracting, because, like, we're, up, uh-huh. we're on, like, the side view balcony, so the stage is to my right, and the Emperor of Japan is to my left. <laughs> so every, every time there was a bright scene on stage, I couldn't help but, like, try to see the Emperor's reaction to it. It's so funny, right? Like, even celebrities that you... I mean, that's a big one. That's a huge one. But, like, even celebrities you think you wouldn't really care about, when you see them in public, you're like, whoa, what are they doing? Yeah. I wonder what they're thinking. Why are they here? Well, something that I thought was funny, and something I was thinking at the time, is that... So, like, the... They're the former emperor and empress. They're very old and small. uh, And they're both in... (laughs) They're both in face masks. I guess they don't want to catch something in a big public space. They're old. But uh, it's n- still not uncommon here, is it? But just the second they came into the auditorium, I knew exactly who they were. Wow. And it's just funny how. I mean, you I do have know, pictures of them all over your house. Recognition. Work. Well, I mean, <laughs> they're they're my 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 phone wallpaper. I, I never knew he did a topless calendar, but I mean. Oh, he looks good for his age. <laughs> looks good. Get those nips out. <laughs> you look at you look at September. I mean, oh, oh boy, oh boy. 
<laughs> just instant banging on our door to like if it was thailand maybe <laughs> uh, but yeah so that was weird <laughs> that was not not exactly what i expected from the evening but it was a fun little yeah. bonus yeah that's wild mm. so good times and yeah just a great performance too yay I, ballet's fun more people should watch ballet I agree. I have never. So you, let's go. I should take you to a ballet. That would be fun. Let's oh, bring goodness. your daughter to the ballet. Oh my goodness! Yes, let's do that. Little she girls love that. ballet. Yes. Tutus oh, and fairies and princesses and yes, yes. Fairies or pixies? Oh, the fantasy springs distinction. <laughs> Is she a pix- pixie thing? Pixie Tinkerbell or fairy? I really wonder why they've gone fairy. Very odd. It's very odd. The I whole name of that ride is so weird. Busy Buggies is fun. And then I understand having Tinkerbells is like, you know, just like small text. You know, like Baymax's Happy Ride or Pinocchio's Daring Journey. You know, it's... Wait, actually, you put there's it a all, lot of rides with the like name. The Busy the Buggy, I guess, is fine. I still think it's a little mm-hmm. weird, but Fairy Tinkerbells Busy Buggies is gotta be up there with some of the worst ride names fairy tinkerbell's busy buggies what i mean what a mouthful nobody is saying to a cast member oh excuse me which way is it to fairy tinkerbell's busy buggies no, it's in- instantly it's just tinkerbell right yeah the tinkerbell ride yeah tinkerbell frozen ride. ride tinkerbell ride tinkerbell's trolleys mm. like um, you know busy buggies is fun but like how busy are they really how about are they that busy because they're stopping tink? every two minutes to let more people on them. So Tink's they can't be trolleys. that busy. I love that. Tink's trolleys. There we go. There it is. Yeah. Busy buggies. Does anyone have any idea what we're talking about? One of the rides, <laughs> one of the four new rides at Fantasy Springs, the big Disney Sea expansion, opening June 9th very soon, is a Tinkerbell ride. It's like, June like 6th, of, of the four, is it June 6th? Is it 6-6? Six, six? six or 9th? One of those. Sorry for calling you out, but uh, I'm probably wrong. No, you're probably right. June six. Six. Okay, sorry. No, 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 sorry. Six. You were six, you were reading it upside down. I was, but anyway, so one of the four rides, and I guess like the bottom tier ride. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's it's giving Kylie themed flat ride. We don't really know. We're this close to it opening, and they haven't told us anything about the rides, which is still really weird. Yeah. The, everything about Fantasy Springs opening is super weird. Everything they're doing is bizarre. You know what's really weird? How they released the ride posters without the names on them at D23, and then they released the names, but we still don't have ride posters with the names with the on names them. on them. Yeah, <laughs> that is weird. But then they like the posters they released at D23. We've only ever seen overseas anyway. Yeah, no one's ever yeah. seen them here. OLC are like pretending they don't exist. And yeah, we've talked about that before. They're gorgeous, but I, 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 I think Japanese that's why though. Them. I I think it's because because they don't have the names on them. Those can't be the finished ride posters, right? The ride posters would have the name on them. So, is it is it possible the ride names aren't done? Does it have to be Fairy Tinkerbell's Busy Buggies? I mean, they released a press release saying that, but they released press releases saying a lot of things. You know, if we they believed once released, every press release, they once released a press release saying Fantasy Springs would open in 2020, <laughs> <laughs> and that it was going to be a just an Arendelle port that would have opened. That would be an Arendelle port, yeah. 2015, or it was announced in 2015. I don't know, a long time yeah. ago. Uh, it's a small world's being moved. Yeah. I'm going to have a mini Wonderland. I believe Sea of Dreams is starting for the Disney Sea 20th anniversary. Disney Sea has a 20th anniversary. Disney Sea has a 20th anniversary, <laughs> right? Another false press release. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Busy buggies. 
what other ones are there? Like historically, have there been any big things that were announced? Like Sci-Fi City gets talked about a lot, but it was never announced. No, that was far that from was anything all real. Just, yeah, Blue Sky. Mm, I mean, I guess the Arendelle port was the big one. Yeah. In recent history, right? It was going to go next to Indiana Jones. The I think the only remaining plot of land really at Disney Sea is a grassy knoll to the left of Indiana Jones. I can't hear the term grassy knoll without thinking of the JFK assassination. Is that weird? Uh, a little. I think I saw a documentary about it and they just constantly referred to the grassy knoll, the grassy knoll. He was on, and I'd never heard that term before. It's like, okay, grassy knoll, JFK, got it. Is that not a terrible drag queen name? Like, please welcome the stage, Grassy Knoll. <laughs> Grassy Knoll, like N O E L. Okay, that's even better. Grassy No 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 Noel. Grassy Noel. <laughs> <laughs> Season seventeen. Here we come. Um. Uh. Anyway, the that point was. was yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think there might be. I mean, there's that little bit of land across from Mermaid Lagoon, but that's tiny. That That's is tiny. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of rumors talking about what's going to go there. Yeah. Little Mermaid Ride. Little, Little Mermaid Ride, Ride. That's not the American Little Mermaid Ride. Yeah. I heard OLC didn't like it. Everyone says that, yeah. Which is uh, easy to imagine that they wouldn't like something with such a big footprint that doesn't really... I, I I love it personally. Am I allowed to love the Little Mermaid ride? I think it's so yeah. cute. No, I, I don't understand it. why we haven't used Haunted Mansion Omnimover more. It moves so I many know, people. I know. If the Haunted Mansion didn't have the stretching room, it would be like a zero minute wait all the time, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I guess that's not true because Little Mermaid gets long lines, doesn't it? I mean, they get up there, but nothing compared, you know. They cracked it. They cracked it with, like a lot of things, they figured it out in the 60s with Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion. Big boats and Omnimovers, vehicles mm. that are constantly moving, they eat the crowds. And, you know, I love trackless rides. I love uh, suspended rides. I love new ride technologies. But at some point, don't we have to just be like, let's just get something that everyone can go on? We're bored of trackless, right? I don't need any more of it here. We're of the assumption that nothing opening in Fantasy Springs is trackless, right? No, it is not, sure. Yeah. So the only nice. thing that could be would be Busy Buggies, but I busy really buggies. don't see that happening. Me neither. It's a two-minute ride. The ride vehicles look like Fantasyland Dark Rides. Yeah. I think it's going to be a outdoor Fantasyland Dark Ride, maybe with an indoor bit. No, they waited like 20 years from Pooh's Honey Hunt opening to America finally getting trackless, and now every yeah. ride seems to be it. Yeah. I think Honey Hunt and... Beauty and the Beast are different enough to get away with it. Considering they're right next to each other, I wasn't sure they would be. Aquatopia mm. is obviously a whole other thing. Like I wouldn't even put it in the same category. Yeah. Um, I think that's. I think we're good. Yeah, Unless there's yeah. something a trackless ride can do that's vastly different from what Pooh does, which is a lot of different things, and what Beauty and the Beast does, which is that kind of flat ride in one room and then floating into another room and gently yeah. swaying. Well, like, I, I just don't see it. I, I still would say that Mystic Manor in Hong Kong is my favorite trackless ride of all of Me them. Too. Me too. But like the first time I went on it, back near when it first opened, I remember thinking like, this is incredible. This is the best ride in the world. A, a couple of weeks ago when I was on it, my feeling changed to, okay, yeah, we're doing this trackless thing. It's still great. And it's still the best one. But okay, we've done this a lot now. Mm, the the technology isn't like mind blowing anymore, right? 
the technology isn't the star anymore. Luckily, Mystic Manor has a lot of other things it's that still are great, yeah. very, very good about it, so it's fine. But um, I think SeaWorld, uh, was it in Orlando that they had the first like Beauty and the Beast style one where the, the vehicles actually tilted? I don't even know. But you Did had I? like nothing to look at. There was I know no next ride. To nothing about SeaWorld. Yeah, it's probably for the better. <laughs> the most I know about SeaWorld is that a few few months ago, six months ago, somebody sent me a video of two shirtless hicks in a fist fight at SeaWorld Orlando, and that was pretty great. <laughs> Happens a lot, doesn't it? That was my. That's the we best. We never get I know anything fun SeaWorld. like that here. Someone getting naked and it's a small world. Come on, what do we get? We never get stuff like that. I read a news article once that um, this Japanese, these two Japanese guys, uh, were walking around Disney Sea, and one of them went in. A, they went in a door that was like cast members only. Oh no! That was that was like the most exciting. Thing. There was a guy in a fountain last year. Oh yeah, remember okay. that? Yeah, a guy got in a fountain for like one second. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that personally. No, get in the fountains. Don't break anything. Yeah, I mean, what? and I mean, like, be told to get out of the fountain. Sure, but don't like make a big scene out of it. I think. Yeah, yeah I don't know, because some people, some people do probably assume that it's okay to dip in there. Why not? Yeah. A lot of fountains are like that, you know? A lot of places you can just pop in them. Uh, <laughs> should we do a top three? Yeah. Let's do a top, top three. three. Top three, what do, will do it the, be? Do the fuzzy dice. Do we need a jingle? Do we need like a... <laughs> top three jingle. Top three, top three, what's it gonna be? I don't know. It's top three boat rides. Top three boat rides. That's a good one. There's so that many. That is a good one. There are so many. Uh, do we include... Oh, gosh. I almost want to... Because there are so many, I almost want to say, like, boat rides without a drop. Or, like... You know what I mean? Like, is Splash Mountain a boat ride? No. It's a log ride, isn't it? Yeah, it's a log flume, isn't it? Whereas Pirates of the Caribbean has a drop. But that's a boat but it's ride. But it's a boat ride, yeah. But then I think, I think we know uh, what is and what is. Is there a difference between a boat ride and a ride that's just a boat? Like, is the Mark Twain a boat ride or is that just a boat? <laughs> I guess what <laughs> I guess what I'm thinking is like Pirates, Small World, Sinbad, yeah, right? Navi River Journey, that kind of thing. Oh, I like Navi River Journey. But uh, hey, why not? Let's say Mark Twain too. It's a boat. It's a ride. It's a boat it's that you ride on. It's a boat that's a ride. Yeah, why not? Because it's not going to fit into any other category ever, is it? So, I guess. Put it in this top one. three river boats. Because <laughs> uh, I do, I like the river boat more than like Disneyland has the sh- sailing ship Columbia. Yeah. And there's nothing to do on it. It's just like this empty space yeah. that you're just that's, standing that's on. What I adore about the river boat is it's like it's like a walkthrough attraction and a transport attraction in one. Mm. It's really cool. I always forget to just wander around it because I love to just get on and get a good view and just so it gets crowded and it's hard to wander. Yes, but it is really cool when you can just wander around it. Yeah. Well, you know me, you know, the Mark Twain's like my favorite ride. It's great. I'm obsessed with the Mark Twain. I've been on it hundreds of times. It's the best. Someone asked Joe Lanzicero, the uh, he was like head Imagineer for all the Asian parks for a long time, wasn't he? They asked him what was his like um dark horse like his underdog favorite ride and he said he was riding tokyo disneyland's mark twain and he was like you would never guess that you're in the middle of a city right now 
No. Like you're just completely transported to another world. I think that every single time I'm on it. Yeah. Unlike the Western River Railroad, you can't see Xperia from it, <laughs> which is right. nice. Because you can from there. It's a little bit of a bummer always, isn't it? It's right next to you. It's right it's there. Like, look to your right. Oh, there's a beautiful park and greenery. Look to your left. There's a fence yeah. with Xperia behind it. <laughs> well, when you're in Xperia, too, you can hear the train it's, right it's next right to you. There. It's right on the border. Like, there's no berm. Yeah. It's just the train next to a fence. And then next to that is a road. And then next to the road is Xperia. Xperia mm. is the shopping district at Tokyo Disney Resort for anyone. Yeah, who's, yeah, yeah. Doesn't know what I'm saying. Uh, I but that's know. not about right. <laughs> like, I love the Mark Twain so much that I almost want it to not be included in, in this top three. Because it's <laughs> my get an honorable honorable mention. Honorable mention. I like that better. There we go. That's an honorable mention. Whoo! Pirates. Then, number one has to be Anaheim Pirates. Yeah. There's no and getting then, around that. And then number two, oh, Paris is is damn good. Paris is good. And Shanghai's is a whole other thing, but probably has to be in my top three as well. Shanghai Pirates? It's insane. It is. No other boat riders had me like, the special effects on it are just crazy. It like, is, that's yeah. that's my go-to of like, where people say, oh, screens are not interesting, not fun, we don't like screens. Like, the way that ride uses projections because they are absolutely enormous. The, the, the screens themselves are just jaw-dropping. The moment when you go from the bottom of the ocean to being on the ocean and the color of everything changes, like on paper, that sounds dumb, right? Just looking mm. at a screen and seeing that happening. But oh, because it just wraps all the way around you and that like subtle rocking motion in the water, the f every time I do it, actually, I'm like, have we just moved up? Like, what yeah, happened? It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's so really good. impressive. Are you a Jungle Cruise person? Because I really am, and I feel like a lot of people are not. Yeah. I had a really nice ride on that, actually, at Christmas, and it um, it made me appreciate it a lot more. Day or night? Nighttime, of course. Night is amazing. Tokyo Disneyland Jungle Cruise at night is so good. It is. It's a different ride. It is. It is, and it's a much better one. I remember, I think it was 2015 when they had the big overhaul of our Jungle Cruise. Yeah. I think and that they were like specifically advertising the nighttime version. Mm -hmm. It's so good. It's so twinkly. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And the projection gorgeous. mapping in the temple at the end is so much better in the dark. Yeah. And I love how it like, it's just subtle, but how there's the three different ones. You get the monkey or the elephant or the tiger. Yep. I almost nice always level. get the tiger. Oh, I always seem to get the monkey. Oh. Is that, does that say a lot about us? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Did we just have our fortunes told by the Jungle Cruise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have one, actually. I have the, you know, the little dangly, the uh, the things that, oh gosh, what's his name? I'm going to get crap for not remembering his name. Trader Sam? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess here in Tokyo, he's Salesman Sam. Salesman Sam. Just wants money. Just cold, hard cash. No trade. Yeah, his, uh, his Omamori. Omamori. There we go. His lucky charms. Yeah, I have one. Fun. I had a set of three, but I lost two in a breakup. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I had to give her something. I got to keep Chandu, so. Oh, that's good. They were selling those? What, in Tokyo? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. came, I came in 2017. They had them. Oh. Well, yeah, has you know, the merch been kind of a recent thing? Not Chandu, the Omamori. Oh, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 
I think I think the Jungle Cruise thing was relatively new. Oh. But you know how they are with ride merch here. They have really good ride merch the year something opens. For a month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then after that, it's really hard to find it. Although, we don't talk about merch very much because neither of us are particularly interested in it, usually. But we got some really cool Haunted Mansion merch last year. Plates and towels and things. And we're getting some new Tower of Terror merch next year, which looks amazing. Actually, from the 26th, I think. Merch, in all my 20 years going to TDR, I think merch is my biggest blind spot. I never buy anything. I never I never even really go in the shops. No, which is why we have such a good time in the parks. Because <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. Uh, but when I go with my family, shopping is a really big part of the day for them. Oh, I think for me, because I was an AP for so long, part of my personal rule with myself is like you can spend a thousand dollars on this thing but you cannot buy things yeah you cannot just collect a vast mountain of plastic trash Mm -hmm. you have to eat no offense that wasn't the best way to put that but no you know what i mean awesome most of it is let's be honest yeah um they yeah you you i i used to do that and i used to walk to to see not take the monorail I want to see also, yeah. But you know, I just I don't anymore. It's part of not being an AP. Yeah. So and it's kind of amazing the change of mindset. Since APs are gone, I only take the monorail to see now because I have to get there as early as humanly possible. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah, I used to just take the monorail just for fun. Yeah. Just roll around a couple of times and then. And now because we have no APs, we do things like hang out in the lobby of the Sheridan instead of going to the parks. (laughs) (laughs) It is nice in there. It is. We should do that again. We should do that again, especially this season. It's so clear. We'd see right into there. Soon. I've got loads of time off soon. Me too. Why don't we go? So, listeners, if you're staying in the Sheraton anytime soon, you may. <laughs> you thought Alex was lucky seeing the, the former emperor of Japan. Yeah. You could be lucky enough to see us. There we are. Yeah. I just realized I wanted to talk to you something to you about something before we recorded, but oh. we can do it on the air, I think. Okay. Uh, I started to make a Patreon I sent you. Do you think we should start plugging that now? Oh, yes, I do. Can we do that? Yeah. Are you happy with there just being one tier? To start. Okay, there we I go. I know, listeners, what do you think? One tier is good to start, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Since we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, so you can check out... Um, we're on Patreon now. And yes, we will get back to our top three about boat rides, I promise. Yes, we will. Patreon. I, 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 sorry, go on. Slash... <laughs> you can tell how unorganized this was. <laughs> slash... I think it's Rising Fun Podcast? I'd hope so. Oh, no, I did the big one. I did Land of the Rising Fun Land podcast. of the Rising Fun podcast. Okay, that's a lot to type. It is a lot, yeah. We'll have to do a, a bit.ly for that. Anyway, you'll find the link in the description for this or wherever. Uh, we we want to start off really simple. If there's anything you guys want, though, just let us know. But uh, what you can do for $10 a month, you can support us because we don't have annual passes. That's why I remembered. Yeah, we that's the idea. Passes and we want to go to the parks. And our dream for this podcast... Right now, we lose money making this. I didn't know this before I started making a podcast, but YouTube, you can put up 4K videos for free. Podcasting, where it's just audio. Podcasts need hosting. You have to pay, you have to, pay yeah. to host it. Uh, so figure that out. So yeah, we, we pay to do this, and we, we have to pay to go to the parks every time we want to go as well. So if you enjoy the podcast, if you want us to be able to go more and give you more updates on the parks and... And get an exclusive bonus episode every month. Yeah. Lucky things. You can become a Chan dude. Yes, that's what our patrons are. A Chan dude. You can be a Chan dude uh, for just $10 a month. And we would love and appreciate everybody who did that. Thank you so much. 
We would, and I think it would make the podcast more fun if we were going more often. Yeah, right. Yeah, it would be a little more, you know, up to the minute detailed and less of what we're yeah. just seeing on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do do a lot of just reacting to <laughs> photos we've seen online, which, you know, anyone can do. Our big draw is that we live here, right? So be cool and then to get I that think, more often. Like, I think I learned recently that what you see on Twitter isn't necessarily the truth all the time, too. Like, my reaction right. to those barrel tables in uh, Waterfront Park at Disney Sea. They look silly, didn't they? They look silly in pictures, but in real life, you're like, oh, this is a vibe. Yeah, no, I was with you there. Yeah, when I went there and people are stood around drinking, it's like, oh, this is nice it's sort of it's what we say that we miss a lot in the post annual pass era of like the parks just being a place where people can relax and hang out and people just hanging out yeah and yeah and it gave it a bit of that didn't it and i really like those two food trucks there too i think i said that last week but i hope they stay mm. well i'm sure the food and wine festival will uh, consist of those and i don't know what else it'll and nothing of, else but, <laughs> but i think it'll consist of those maybe one of them will be in a different place next time Ooh. breaking news food and wine festival already begun <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, it would be wonderful if you supported us on patreon thank you so much everybody who is able to do that and, and thank you so much to people who requested we make a patreon right i didn't expect that because it was like sort of people's asking that got us to finally do it yeah which is quite Actually, lovely yeah sorry for being so slow with it we i think we, we we're like overthinking it for a long time like we want to do it right and what should we offer and so we decided to just keep it simple well we want to do right and we don't want people to think that we're only doing this to like make money from it because we're sure not <laughs> no i mean <laughs> if we were we would do something else <laughs> we're not exactly seeing these chats as our road to riches are we no no we always said our goal which i thought i always thought was nicely humble but also um enough of a drive we always said if this could pay for us to go to the parks together every month then that would be a good thing it would be heavenly um so yeah you can help us to get there guys thank you so yeah. much anyway back to top three pirates pirates and pirates 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 and pirates yeah, that's where we are so far but i don't know i love jungle cruise so much and yes even the other day being in hong kong jungle cruise and that it's so weird and that it's like half yeah. jungle cruise and half riverboat and fire and multilingual fire is always good yeah. oh i just remembered one thinking of boat rides with a, a skipper on board jaws jaws is so important to have on this talk exactly i love jaws the best maybe so the best have boat ride i've ever been on was a few years ago on jaws at usj my what is it on jaws a captain i think it is yeah uh was they skippers as well i don't know maybe a 70 year old osaka grandma with blue hair and her shotgun <laughs> it's like not the prop shotgun it's like no i've, I've just got my own the one home. that she brings to the store <laughs> <laughs> and she was hilarious it was so good i love jaws yeah i think we've done like top rides at usj before i think jaws was my number one wasn't it <laughs> oh yeah it was up there yeah i, I love jaws yeah it's fantastic yeah. Rides with a person in the vehicle. They're a dying breed. I, I just think, saw. I think we need I a revival. Forgot who it was. Some account on Twitter was talking about how uh, living with a land used to have a person in it. And yeah. do you like it more now or then? And why would you choose now? Of course, the person's better. Yeah. Yeah, it's a rare thing, isn't it? Mm. I'd be thrilled if uh, 
Tinkerbell's busy buggy has had someone dressed as Tinkerbell in the front of it, staring you around. <laughs> I mean, I think the fact that it's like captained is why I like the Storybook Land canal boat so much. Yeah, I was thinking of those. Yeah. Although well, I think we've mentioned before, it is weird that if you had to get rid of the cast member on either that or living with the land, it seems like the opposite choice. I mean, different yeah. resorts, so it, it doesn't really matter. That's not yeah, a comparison, exactly. but we send them over to Lake Nona. We all saw how that went. Lake Nona. <laughs> <laughs> no, no yeah. one wants to move from California to Florida, guys. Mm-mm. Um, uh, but I love Storybook Land, and I like the one yeah. in Shanghai too. Yes. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. See, that one sort of it was. There's no one on board on that, is there? No, I don't think so. Or is there someone, but they don't talk? What's the name of it even? Oh, I should know this. I can't remember. Is it for enchanted the life of me. in some way? Isn't no. everything? <laughs> oh. Oh, the castle is the castle is the enchanted magical dream castle. Happy magic castle. They've kind of gone off the rails with the castle names, haven't they? (laughs) Voyage to the Crystal Grotto. Oh, boy. Way off. A million miles off. Yeah. A million miles off on that one. Voyage to the Crystal Grotto. And they do have someone on board who doesn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I like that one. And I like that it's like. That weird area in the middle of everything. Yeah, it really adds a lot of scope to Fantasyland, doesn't it? Yeah. the Like, they have no behind castle like at every other part. The behind castle is just lake. Yeah. Yeah. I love Shanghai's Fantasyland. I wish Alice in Wonderland was based on the animated one. I think that's yeah, not going to Yeah, me too. So well. Live but action it's different audience, but still. That big uh, Helena Bottom Carter face. That's odd, isn't it? My mum was obsessed with that. It was like really? her favorite thing in the whole park. Was <laughs> <laughs> this giant Helena Bonham Carter head. It is. Yeah, odd, I yeah. almost forgot about that one. I love that. That's such a sweet, just like, not every ride has to be a big e-ticket, you know? Like, when Shanghai opened, I really felt like they tried to make every ride big. Mm. And even that is still pretty big, especially compared to Storybook Canabos, which is Very small. small. Yeah. <laughs> like, Very small. Um, they have Storybook Land in Paris too, right? They do. Yeah. Yeah. And Casey Jr. Yeah. Which we did. I love I that love little Casey combo. Jr. Me too. Yeah. I love. I just you know we've talked about it, but I love Anaheim Fantasyland so much. It's just. It's exactly what you want. And it, they were building it in 1983. Mm-hmm. They built ours in 1983. Ours sucks, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> I wish I'm, not, I'm normally like, no, it doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It's just it does. concrete. I wish they changed the ground. Yeah, that would go a long way. That green slab is not it, is it? That would go a long way. It really would. Because even behind the castle, they put in the cobblestone. Files. Yeah, yeah, that would be better everywhere. It's new fantasy. That would do has, a lot, wouldn't it? It would change the whole vibe. Yeah, I hadn't thought about how simple. Because that's what I think of. I think of flat concrete. Same with Tomorrowland. Because there, there had been rumors. I think like 2018, 17, there had been rumors that they'd been planning to change all the grounds around Tokyo Disneyland. And then... Oh, well overdue. Well overdue, yeah. Huge job. I always hate it the most in our Adventureland. And again, it's just a slab. It's flat green. It looks like someone looked at the park map and mistook it for... The guide to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> the, the uh, like design of the bug. Like, okay, this is all just one shade of green. Got it. This mm-hmm. is one shade of pink. Got it. 
Yeah, the pathing, no, 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 no. The pathing's troublesome. Yeah, but again, like, what kind of return on investment are you going to get on that? Not to mention having to close down enormous parts of the park. Yeah. Like, it's a big ask. Mm. Which is why they should have done it from day one. That's what I'm saying. They knew what they were doing because yeah. they were designing Fantasyland in Disneyland, which is gorgeous. But I guess you do it little bits at a time. Little bits at a time. No, close the whole park. <laughs> close the park. Do <laughs> close for six months. No, I mean like, you know, like, like a square <laughs> meter at a time. So you don't even have to close anything. Oh, like that kind of, yeah. No, yeah. come on. They know how to do these kinds of things. If they I guess they do. do. They don't need me to teach them, huh? Yeah, they, they're, they're going to do it if they... Okay, guys, so here's the thing. <laughs> Put up just I, a I tiny... I just think, like, what incentive do they have to change that? We little feds. To make things nicer is important. That's incentive. It is. It should be. I agree. Should be. I just don't see them do like our best bet for that would be like if we're getting an overhaul of Fantasyland or something. Mm. You know, because like, like the newer parts don't do it. Beauty and the Beast. Like Tomorrowland will be getting their new ground. Yeah, I'm exactly. sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, because around Baymax is is nicer. Isn't it's it? nice. Yeah. It's better. Yeah. So that's good. But yeah, I hope that after they do Tomorrowland, I hope Fantasyland's next on the list. It's definitely on their radar, isn't it? I mean, gosh, those plans from. 2017 were insane yeah they were crazy they were so big and clearly that money went into fantasy springs instead and now tomorrowland needs doing i think but, a lot of, a lot of people are hoping expecting a bit of an overhaul of the left side of disney sea someday in the future too port discovery i get yeah uh, you're, you're gonna say marvel for american waterfront again aren't you i'm not gonna say it i'm gonna say if disney bought disney sea then maybe it does fit doesn't it it would work more than anywhere else at TDR. Yeah. Unless they go the Hong Kong route of sticking Stark Expo in Tomorrowland for, for no reason. Not yeah. much reason. I, I don't know, though. It, I mean, this is just me being bored of TDR, I guess. <laughs> but like, I'm not a Marvel person. I, I've seen them all, but so has everyone. They're just free on Disney+. Plus. But I, I'm not like a Marvel fan. But I liked seeing Marvel stuff in Hong Kong. It just felt current. We do like that. It felt like I was in a place that exists in 2023. Yeah, yeah. That's not. And, you know, for better or worse, we don't do that. For, in some ways, it can be nice. Yeah. Like, imagine if in Lost River Delta, we had some giant navvies from Avatar just standing there. Imagine how weird that would be. Well, I mean, if you're going to put zero effort into it, we, we did have that. That's the joke, <laughs> by the way. They were there, what, like two months? And they had some weird Avatar dessert? Very strange. It was another dessert that you can eat with no teeth. <laughs> For some reason, the uh, the 80-year-old chairman of TDR really likes having these kinds of desserts in the parks. He sure does. There is no <laughs> dessert at TDR you can eat uh, without trouble you, if you, you don't require have teeth. teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None. Uh, no, I, I, I get that. I always find Haunted Mansion is my go-to for this kind of thing because uh, the, the American parks are always changing Haunted Mansion. And, you know, some of it's really, really cool and really nice. Some of it is not so much. Like some recent changes, maybe. Ooh, yeah. Um, ours never changed, ever. Never, ever, 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 never, ever, never. Uh, which is kind of cool in some parts, but kind of not so cool. Like, I'm glad we don't have Florida's hitchhiking ghosts. I would like to have Florida's staircase. Yeah. I like floating Madame Leota. Yeah. Uh, Me but too. I also like having actual Jack for... Mansion holiday. That's the other thing. Someone DM me recently, actually, saying, "Does the gingerbread cake change every year in Haunted Mansion Holiday?" Like, no. Nothing. Nothing changes. It's exactly the same every year. 
California's changes every year. Somebody had DM me recently to ask why does Tokyo Disneyland's overlay not have Oogie Boogie in it? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Why do I know why? Oh god, I might actually have an answer to that. Go on. Um I mean, one is the thing we just talked about, because I don't think that was there from day one in California. I think mm. it was an enhancement later on. Apparently, that's Big Al. That's the Big Al animatronic from Country Bear, and they moved him over when they closed down Country Bears in huh. Disneyland. Well, that's we, actually good. That's we a good still answer. have Country Bears. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Hope, hope they were listening. I hope they are listening. Everyone should be. Every, everyone. There is no excuse for anyone not to listen to this podcast. I mean, I'm friends with the Emperor now, so he should be listening. <laughs> Do, let's, uh, should we nail down our top three? We're nowhere near it. And we haven't talked about a big elephant in the room, which is that you're obsessed with Sinbad and you haven't mentioned it. Yeah. I am a bit, aren't I? Yeah. Am I obsessed? A, a little bit, yeah. I just looked around and saw four Chandus in my room. And you've literally made personalized <laughs> Chandu t-shirts. <laughs> So, yeah. You know things that you do, and like they seem kind of normal. Like it seems like a logical thing. But they to are do. not. But and they're then not. someone just mentions it in plain terms. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. I did design my own t shirt just of an animatronic from a boat ride at a theme park. Yeah, I did do that. And yet it hasn't come up in this conversation. So, what's where are what we? What gives? No, that's a good point. I mean, this this shows how scatterbrained I am. I I honestly just forgot to bring yeah. it up. Is it number one? Oh, I mean, I ranked it number one at Disney C, but I mean, I I was wrong. <laughs> you were. It's definitely Journey to the Center of the Earth. <laughs> it's definitely Journey to the Center of the Earth. But hey, that video gets a lot of views, so I'm not taking it down. <laughs> You know, you know, your feeling on these things changes all the time. And guess what, everyone? Rankings don't actually matter. They don't matter at all. Says the guy and who's making money all every day from people videos watching, watching videos, watching ranking videos. But it doesn't matter. No. And and they change. They change all the time. Um, but yeah, Sinbad's fantastic. Love Sinbad, of course. But could I put it above Pirates? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, my number one is easily Pirates, specifically Anaheim. Yeah. But even that's hard because I've been on Tokyo's Pirates about four billion times. Mm-hmm. So even like the last time I was on Anaheim Pirates, because in my mind, I think of it as like my global treasure of a ride. But I went on it and I was like, hmm, it's just real sort of wrong. And then I got back. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot why I was there. But like two days after I got back from Anaheim this year, I went to Tokyo Disneyland and I went on our you Pirates and I was yeah. like, oh, this is better. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm back home. This is cozy. I, I kind of prefer ours anyway. I like that ours is closer to you. Yeah. Anaheim's is a lot bigger. The scenes are further away from you. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Because my rides on these things were so far apart. I just like not going up the waterfall. You know, Walt said, oh, we're going to... Only at Disneyland you can go up a waterfall. And it's a cute explanation. But when you're on the ride, it just feels like you're going up a climb hill. Mm, it does. It doesn't really serve the story for me. I like that the story ends where it, the ride ends where it does uh, in Tokyo. Yeah, me too. That makes sense. I like that we also have Blue Bayou, even though I never eat there. No, but it's just cool to go through and 
Yeah, it's more a visual element than a place you actually want yeah, to go. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. Mm. Those aren't real people, they're all actors. Absolutely. They, they, they're blowing the whole entertainment budget of TDR on getting people to eat that one meal at Blue Bayou. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah so I mean, Pirates... those are like my okay. shared number one, I guess, Anaheim and Tokyo Pirates. Yeah, they're, they're similar enough, aren't they? And I um, know friends in Paris are listening and being like, oh, this is better than Tokyo's is. But I don't go there very often, so I'm not going to rank it because I don't know it well. Yeah, I haven't done it since the updates either. And here we go. This is the thing with ranking things. I rank yeah. the things that I know and I'm familiar with. Yeah. I don't go to Paris enough to rank it, so don't yell at me, Paris people. Yeah. No, yeah, okay. I'll say Tokyo's Pirates, Sinbad, Shanghai Pirates. One, two, three. Oh, okay. There you go. What are mine? We've been doing this for like 20 minutes now, and we I still don't have, have a, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, okay, mine. Small World. We haven't. Is Small World anyone's favorite? I like no. Small World. I'm not a Small World hater, but it's not going to be in my top three, I think. No. No. I do it every time. I always write it. Yeah. I yeah, love, I love Pirates. The that, um, Small World is maximalist. Like, it's just everything everywhere all at once. Yep. Whereas uh, I still need to see that movie. Whereas um, Pirates is so intentional. It's just a masterclass of you're supposed to look here and then you're supposed to look here and then you're supposed mm-hmm. to look here and then you're going to understand the story and it unfolds as you move through it. Whereas Small World is just look at all the things. <laughs> you're in I'm five really countries curious, right now. I'm really curious how this is going to change after Fantasy Springs opens. Yes. Or is is the Tangled ride going to jump up our list? Maybe. That's a boat I hope ride. So. It goes indoor and outdoor. All these it's new animatronics. Six minutes long. Lantern Festival. Was it six or was it four? It was short, right? Six, I think. Was it six? They're both six, aren't they? That and Frozen are both six. Yeah. Well, that's the yeah, problem with Navi like River. No, Navi River is beautiful and wonderful, but it's over in a flash. And it's just one animatronic. From what I gather, I haven't done it myself, but that's what everyone says. It is, but it's it's a vibe, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... And I think a lot of that vibe tech is going to be in Tangled. That's our Navi River journey, isn't it, Sean? It is, yeah. Maybe Peter Pan's our flight of passage, but who knows? Who knows? Does that count as a boat ride? Your vehicle is half Shaped a boat? like a boat, yeah. Made from bits of broken boats? It's a very strange vehicle, and that's why I love it. Like, they didn't try to, uh, you know, they they... They didn't try to like make it really read really clearly or anything, or give it a really strong silhouette or something. It's just this weird thing. I'm so excited for that ride. So excited yeah. for 2028 when I get to go on it. I mean, again, a name that we haven't said in this discussion is Frozen Ever After, which I really enjoy. Yeah. I haven't done it. Yet. Do you know a boat ride I used to love, and I don't like as much after they changed it, was um, El Rio del Tiempo. Oh... Yeah, you get to see Donald shake his ass. You do, but I just, it was so, so Epcot, the original. Yeah. The song will stay in my head for my entire life. Do you remember the song? No, I don't. I'm trying to. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know why that stays with me my entire life, El Rio del Tiempo. Do they play out in Lost River Delta sometimes, or is it just, is it a traditional song? Or is it I don't, similar I don't to? I guess it's just heavily inspired. I'm just showing my ignorance to Latin America. I think music, that okay? was like like a like a family favorite ride. Like we all just love that ride for some reason. We'd go on it like five times every time we went to Disney World. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was always the funny little things like that, wasn't it? It never really was the big ones. No. Big popular ones. It was always the, this is our little... For us, yeah. I think that's why people are so close to the People Mover. That was People Mover. People Mover yeah. and Carousel of Progress. That was when it was like, we're home. Could we, yeah, we'd be like on the trip back home from Disney World and we'd have like a family discussion of like, so what was everyone's favorite ride? And we'd all agree that the Mexico ride was yeah. our favorite. <laughs> Even though objectively, yeah. you know, you couldn't describe it in any way to say that it was better than the others. But I think, and I think going back to Sinbad, that's part of it. Sinbad is a stunning ride and it's one of the best in the resort and one of the best in the world frankly. Uh, and it's also got a five minute wait when everything else in the park is over an hour. Yeah, it's just the thing that you can go do whenever you want. Whenever you want. No stress, no planning your day around it, no buying a DPA to skip a queue. Yep. Oh, I'm going to miss it for seven months next year. I know. That's Chandu, so long. my boy. I know. I was just looking at the date the other day. It reopens in September and I was thinking like September, that's basically now. That's so long. Yeah. When does it go down? February. March? Is it January or February? Maybe February. Or the first week of February? To go back. Something like that. To go see my little furry, furry stripy child again. Yeah, well, I mean, I want to buy tickets after January 15th. To celebrate uh, the insurrection? No, that was January 6th, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, Why remember January there's, 15th? That, there's, that, there's that contest going on. I think I told you. Oh... Explain it to me again. I can't remember. No, I think if you buy park tickets online oh, between God, yeah. January 15th and March 15th, you're entered into a contest to win two previews to Fantasy Springs, <laughs> which is insane. The only reason this exists is because the parks are at their absolute worst in the winter. Yeah. Everything is closed at Disney Sea this winter. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm kind of psyched. <laughs> but, um, land is included, too. In that contest. Which just makes it complete. You're talking about tens of thousands of people every day. It's yeah. nothing. It's nothing at all. But you never know. One in zero chance. One in you zero. You never know. Yeah. Zero. But I one. mean, isn't it pathetic that we should want to win a contest to a preview so we don't need to be part of the horror that's going to be the opening <laughs> of Fantasy Springs? Like Z Zootopia opened two days ago in Shanghai and sure people did. are just, you know, waiting an hour in front of the land to enter and this getting on the ride or well, waiting an hour to get on the ride as well. But yeah, or buying a DPA for the ride and then getting right into the land and having, you know, not woken up at 3 a.m. or whatever, just living their normal life, living with the land. Uh, uh. <laughs> I never made a top three. Oh, you weasel out of it. Go on, then. I guess. Okay, let's say right now. Pirates, uh, Tokyo Jungle Cruise, and um, mm, Story of a Clank Canal Boats, because I love it. Wow, okay. Is that weird? Snubbing, snubbing your boy Chandu. I am. It's never been a favorite. I like that I can just get on it. I like the song, but I just, I don't know. I don't connect with it like you do. Oh, I really do, yeah. And no Shanghai Pirates, either. Yeah, I don't. It's amazing, but I just, I don't have an emotional connection there. Is that, that's, yeah, that's where you're coming from. That's important for me. Yeah, I get that. I get that. That's fair. Like this is this is what Shanghai will always be to me. I have a bit of a different relationship with it than most people, I think, because I was a Hong Kong Disney local. <clears throat> I hadn't been to a Disney park for about five years. I obviously care about them a lot. And then I lived near Hong Kong Disneyland, and it was like, wow. I have a Disneyland that's near me. This is amazing. But it was Hong Kong. It's tiny. Yeah. And then Shanghai opened and I was there on opening day and it was huge. 
And it was like, oh, this is a real Disney park. And it had like big rides, big modern Disney rides. And that's what it always will be in my mind is like this big, real Disney park compared to the cute little Hong Kong park that I was going to. So that's probably very, very different to if you're going there from here or from the American parks, you know. Which is such a funny way to put that because it's like the least real Disney park. Yeah, yeah. That's how it felt at the time. There's so much stuff from like, quote unquote, real castle park that they don't have. Yeah, I guess it's the resort. It was just the scale. It was just the scale of it. That's all it was because I've been going to Hong Kong and they didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Same. And they used to have, and it was, you know, back when they had that tiny little castle and mm-hmm. all that yeah. old yeah, Hong course, Kong yeah. stuff. So then when You'll I came be here, so surprised, I think. The next time you go to Hong Kong yeah, Disneyland, sure. it's going to be a new place. Yeah. Especially it's if changed they ever so build much. That Avengers thing. They really yeah. love that. They should do. <laughs> People keep talking about the one in California Adventure. <laughs> like, what about Hong Kong? Yeah. Their taxpayers paid for this. Hong Kong you think, you think Hong Kong taxpayer money couldn't go towards better things than this? <laughs> they already paid for the damn thing. Yep. Just not going to build it. I just want Frozen Land to do well enough that they finally announce that second park in Hong Kong. I am not optimistic about that ever happening. Oh, me neither. But like even on the app's park map, just the land is right there on the map. It's always, yeah, it's always been earmarked for a It was park. all designed for it. Yeah, and it would be perfect. It would be perfect. Uh, and maybe, who knows, maybe it would work. Maybe they go, they go the Paris route and build some crappy, tiny little park and then expand that over the years. Now that Hong Kong is kind of a full-day park. Well, it is. It is a full-day park, isn't it? Yeah. Um, maybe they can handle a second gate, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Ocean Park down the road. Yeah. That was crazy. So for those who don't know, there's this pretty old, pretty historic park. Well, historic. I think it opened in the... 60s 70s anyway this theme park in hong kong and the location is stunning like half of the parks at the bottom of mountain then you take a cable car up to the top water it's amazing yeah 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 it's it's, the location's gorgeous gorgeous. then they have this flawless bnm coaster that's like dangling off the edge of this cliff right on the ocean front it's stunning and they put all this money into building a water park and building a train station nearby because it was a little bit hard to get to and then the water park seemed to be doing well. And then they were like, we're going to sell parts of the park off to different companies to operate independently, which is insane. No, so like, weird. No theme park has ever done that. And then they just closed like most of the rides. They had this old Vekoma, the Dragon, that was really cool. They had this mine train. I don't know the manufacturer, but uh, they were both great because every ride was enhanced so much by the location. Mm. But that all just suddenly went. The log flume that was down there, that's gone, I think. And and the the future of that park is so up in the air. But it could end up being a good thing for Hong Kong Disneyland if that place... I'm sure it would. Drain. Uh, it probably that, already has been. Yeah. Yeah. It outdid Hong Kong's numbers one year. For it did, yeah. And they expanded a lot. I'm sure it isn't now. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, they put a lot of money into it thinking they could have, like two big theme parks in Hong Kong and a lot has happened in the last few years in Hong Kong and Wait, I lied I'm forget the storybook land canal boats Jaws should be there I forgot Jaws again you forgot about Jaws again I love Jaws 
I guess I should have mentioned um, A Thousand and One Nights in Efteling. That's a really good one. Oh, that is a good one too, isn't it? Yeah. I want to go to Efteling. I think I want to go there more than any other park lately. I adore Efteling. I always said it was my favorite uh, non-Disney, non-Universal park. Probably just my favorite non-Disney park. It's so pretty. I just really want to take that European park trip that I never got to because of COVID. Oh, where were you going to go? There, Fantasia Land, Europa? Yeah, and DLP. Of course, yeah. Yeah, those four was the idea, but Bring me oh well. You. Yes. I mean, no, oh, no, but I would love to, but hey, we have a Patreon, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. You know how I said we're really humble with our motives and we just want to go to our local Disney park? Lies. Forget all of that. Lies. <laughs> Pay for us to go for a three-week trip around Europe to go. <laughs> Every month. Every every month. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna add a couple of zeros onto the end of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to that pricing. Good call. What's so wait? Well, speaking of Universal, what about this Universal England business? Yeah, right. Holy cow! As they say, not in England, where I'm from. Universal's bought land before and never done anything with it. Yeah, it's by no means a, a done deal, but Universal have bought a big plot of land in England and they want to build a theme park there. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy, because we've never, ever had that. The The reason we've always sort of been given or thought is, well, so many Brits go to Florida. So many Brits go to Orlando to go to Universal and, of course, uh, Walt Disney World. So they wouldn't want to cannibalize their own profits. And especially for Disney, obviously, they built in Paris and... That serves the UK market just fine. So this was a real shock, especially considering there have been so many rumors, continuing rumors, that Universal are going to buy Portaventura back again, kind of. Mm. That pack's had a weird history. Spain seems like a better choice. Weather-wise, it definitely is. Right? It's just weird to imagine Universal buying a theme park, a theme park resort. That's two theme parks and a water park there. I mean, Ferrari World is like three rides, but still. Um... And then, like, what are they going to do to it? You know, like, mm. how much do they have to change to make it universal? It is weird. That's the hard part, isn't it? Uh, whereas building one from scratch obviously doesn't have that problem. It's easier, yeah. The but rumor is, that probably is it just going to rain seventy percent of the time, though. Yeah. So that's why the bit of uh, concept art, which is obviously we're talking about something that there's a good chance it doesn't even happen anyway. Um, so the concept art is even less reliable than the fact it could even be happening but uh still most of it is indoors there's a lot of a lot of show buildings a lot of indoor areas mm. which beijing also has beijing gets very cold um you know it can be done that that's that's but the one of the most exciting things beyond it just being this huge you know world class theme park coming to england is having one that's open year round because we don't have that yeah all the theme parks in england are closed right now apart from like tiny little christmas events you know, nothing really substantial. So that would change a lot. Giving the Merlin Parks, Alton Towers, Thought Park, Chessington, Legoland, giving them some competition so that maybe Merlin, who are a bigger theme park company than Universal, maybe they would want to put some more money into those parks and make them competitive. That's very exciting. So a lot of things to be cautiously optimistic about if you're a British theme park fan right now. Thanks for giving me a chance to uh, channel my inner Brit and talk about There that. it is. I don't have to channel my inner if it is me, do I? <laughs> you do not. No, that is just who you are. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> letting me be me. 
very much who you are. <laughs> oh, I want that as a greeting card someday. Thanks for letting me be me. Thanks for letting me be me. That is sweet, isn't it? That is lovely. Should we end it on that note? I think we should. Thank Everyone you go be yourselves. For, yeah. And thank you for letting us be us. Yeah. In your ears. Next week, we're going to do a roundup of the whole year for our last episode of the year. <gasps> yes. uh, if you have any questions or anything you'd like to send us, please send them in to uh, wherever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Went off the train at the end there. No, <laughs> you were doing so well, too. I know. Uh, well, I, uh, what is it? <laughs> Risingfunpod at gmail.com? Is that the email? Because well, so. people normally so. just DM us personally. Just DM us, yeah. So you I can do, do that. We should, use, we should use the pod Twitter account more. I know we should. We should do a lot of things. We're finally starting the Patreon. One thing at a time. One thing at a time. I sent you the... Mickey giving the finger pick that we talked about last week. <laughs> oh, of course. We were supposed to post that, weren't we? We were, yeah. Off of the, I showed it to my daughter. She couldn't stop laughing. Uh, it's cool, so cool, Mickey. Oh, have you seen the video of the British news anchor who was doing that to the camera when the news started? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Good for her. The same week as the BBC saying they want more money for <laughs> TV license. For her. We all understand the feeling. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Yeah, His face as well is so good. But yeah, thank you for letting us be us. Thank you for listening. We love you all so much. If you enjoy the podcast and you want to throw a little something our way, uh, please subscribe to our Patreon. You get a bonus episode every month. And who knows, maybe some other perks if you ask for them. Let us yeah. know what you want, if there's anything else you would like. Just trying to start it off simple. And yeah. I guess at the time you're listening to this, too, Merry Christmas. Yes! Happy Hanukkah! Oh no, that's late, isn't it? That's already come and gone. It passed, yeah. You had your time. Thanks did for that, the effort. Did it pass over? Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> but no Happy New Year's yet, because we do, we'll have one more. We'll do, we'll say Happy New Year next week, probably. Yeah. If we get that open time, we should. We will. We will. We will! But we have less to do than ever next week, so... That's we might as well. That's yeah. true! Today's my last afternoon of work. Ooh. Nice. Yay. All right. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Farewell. Farewell. Farewell.